this wasn't the best Bennett, but this is good Bennett and what he can do for you because there were designed runs in that game that absolutely made uh, the difference as well. Having another running back out there, it, it paid dividends this game. What's up, Georgia football fans? My name is Scott Duvall, and you are listening to episode 292 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. This is the Georgia versus Tennessee postgame show. I'm out of town, so I'm trying to do this very quickly. And uh, Will and Tony, my two co-hosts, Will Each and Tony Waller, they discuss the good and the very little bad. There really wasn't much bad of the visit that the dogs had up on Knoxville. And um, we'll be back on Wednesday with our pregame for the Charleston Southern game. Woohoo! Charleston Southern noon kickoff. Um, but before we begin, uh, this podcast is brought to you by our podcast partners, El Barrio, the Pine Bar, and the Root. And make sure you go stop by there. They're located in beautiful Five Points in Athens, Georgia. And if you do happen to stop by there and get some tacos or have a date night at the Pine or get some drinks at the Root, tell them that Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast sent you. We'd appreciate that. And so would they. All right. Without any further delay, here's episode 292. Hello and welcome to the waiting since last Saturday post game of the 41 to 17 win over the Tennessee Volunteers. I am Willie Cheer with Tony Waller on Sunday morning. I've just gotten back from a very nice run on the UGA track on Lumpkin. And uh, it's funny, Tony, the the for the first quarter. Uh, really the first, I guess maybe the first three quarters of the first quarter, my whole easy guys. Okay. This is a thing they haven't seen. Uh, let's see how they handle it. Tennessee's going to be ready. Thing looked pretty good. And then uh, it's uh, the artificial intelligence that is the Georgia defense absorbed the new information and shut it down immediately. Uh, I, I, I'm curious your thoughts on this, but I will say, obviously, Georgia's had a lot of impressive wins and they've had games that were not close. This was the uh, if there was a moment where I was like, okay, I think actually I don't know what their flaw is. Uh, this might have been that game to to take not just that punch, but to like to like have Tennessee's crowd into it, have the the offense that we have not seen yet actually have like real success on Georgia. And then for Georgia, they just completely shut it down after that. I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Now they can do this too. Now they, what, what's the, uh, what's the happy Gilmore line now happy can putt. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, now, uh, now Georgia can handle this. And uh, I, I have to say, I, pr- I found it. I know it was a uh, relatively close there for a while, but I frankly kind of found it as convincing of a win as they've had in a while. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I have to, I just, I wouldn't say mea culpa because I, I talked about this in last week's podcast, but Tennessee is a better offensive team than, than certainly we would have thought they would have been when they lost to Pittsburgh. Um, they, yeah, Pipel's figured something out there with Hooker. Um, I will say, uh, giving credit where credit is due to Tennessee, um, the, those two, those first two, uh, uh, drives, um, they basically were essentially the same drive. Uh, the touchdown, the field goal drives, um, they were both scripted. Uh, clearly, the first one was scripted. Um, and then you had the the short, the little three and out in the middle. Um, they, I, I think it felt like that they were doing a really good job, an effective job of keeping Georgia off kilter defensively. And then you're right. The sentient being that is the Georgia defense figured it out. Um, and by the time Tennessee figured, you know, okay, they, they went in in a halftime after so they were like 150, 160 yards 
offense after those first three drives. The next three drives were three, three plays, negative seven yards, punt. Four plays, 13 yards, interception. Three yards, one yard, three plays, one yard, punt. Five plays, 20 yards, punt, and then at half, right? <laughs> so they came in after the halftime and they had a nine play, 42 ending on downs at the Georgia 40. Then they had a play ending on downs at the Georgia 4. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Georgia 16 ending on uh, 17 ending on downs. Georgia 40 ending on downs. And then we had, of course, the the fumble uh, recovery there. So you know, they they figured out something a half, and then Georgia just adjusted to that, which the adjustment there was just go get their asses. Um, <laughs> because, you know, I, 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 we, you know, we watched the game with, with Wayne and Tiffany, and the one thing all of us noted was – there were a lot of missed tackles to get, and again, to give Tennessee credit where there's due, they had a lot of plays where they, um, where they really had Georgia in in weird positions. But this was the most missed tackles I've seen. A lot of arm tackles, and I don't know whether that's just the guys are getting tired because they're playing so fast or whatever. Um, and one last thing, and 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 I know we'll talk about Georgia's offense in a minute. If you have questions about can Georgia play out of a hole or Georgia play from behind or what's Georgia's offensive resiliency, just look at the second quarter. Stetson was what. 10 of 17. I mean, he threw 17 of his 29 passes in the second quarter. I don't think it was by design. I think it was like, okay, George can't be in a position of playing super conservative here and letting Tennessee get out of reach because frankly, when it was 10 to seven, it felt differently until Georgia scored to go up. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That last drive at the end of the second quarter, I thought was really impressive. (laughs) That was, that was, that really felt like the, I mean, listen, that, you know, I mean, I know Georgia had the ball to start the second half, but 17, like the difference between 17 to then 24 to 10 is pretty profound. (laughs) When you you have a defense the way that Georgia is for them to kind of pull that drive off. I kind of assumed it was going to be 17, 10. I kind of thought they would not be that aggressive, frankly, uh, on that last drive at the end of the second half to have it run like that really, really did look well. I still think some of his passes were a little off. Yes. Uh, uh, Although they were better than they were last week. Yes. Uh, but I would argue that was pretty clearly offset by his ability to scramble for first downs. And we saw that several times that uh, what, whether Daniels uh, can do that is irrelevant because Bennett can. <laughs> and yeah. clearly it is set up. There were there were clear plays set up for him to do that. Now, again, you know, is I Bennett is more mobile than Daniels, but it's not Justin Fields. <laughs> it's not even Bryce Young in certain ways. But there is a, and there is there are still little moments where like remember when Bennett was like almost playing with the relateraling it at one point. There's a little yeah. bit too much backyard football in him sometimes for me, to be entirely honest. But like, and I think the passes were a little off, but it's impossible to argue he did not have a really good day. And uh, and the and the notion that uh that somehow they were winning in spite of him or he was just uh, hanging in, not making mistakes is belied by the way he played yesterday. I thought he played really well yesterday. Yeah. I think, I think Georgia won that game because of him um, and, and the defense too, but, and also <laughs> cook, right. Um, I'm glad you brought up that drive because I, I was thinking in the middle of the game plan, I was like, Oh, wow. We're doing our manhood robbing the soul crushing drive at the end of the second quarter instead of the fourth quarter. Uh, and that's exactly the way it um, turned out to be that way, right? They, they only scored 17 points. And um, that drive was just a thing of beauty. We started out with three straight runs to cook from the 10 yard line for nine yards, for eight yards, and three yards. So then we get to second to seven and um, we run a play action. Uh, and that was the, 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 the long play down the sideline that Bowers just barely didn't get his foot down, or he had his foot down. 
and the ball babbled, he brought his foot up and then stepped out of bounds. Um, but instead of in, in like, okay, I was like, all right, here comes another run. Then it was pass complete to Mitchell for 11 yards, pass complete to Mitchell for 22 yards, pass incomplete to Cook. He was hurried on that one. And then pass complete to McIntosh. Uh, and that was the holding play that backed us up, made a second 20. And then he just hit that beautiful throw to Mitchell that only Mitchell could catch on the sideline that was on, that was out there that it just, and then, and that ended with a beautiful, like, it wasn't really a wheel route because it was, it was a more matchup play, but just a gorgeous throw to cook for 23 yards for the touchdown. Um, I, I, I know. Uh, I know. We've had a lot of conversations about um, uh, about Bennett, but this is this wasn't the best Bennett. But this is this is good Bennett and what he can do for you because there were designed runs in that game that absolutely made uh, the difference. Well, having another running back out there, um, it it paid dividends this game. Um, so I, I do you want can, to talk. You, can, you can win the national championship with this Bennett. Yeah, I, don't I, think I mean, any I, question I, I think I've come from. I'm not so sure. To yeah, we probably can. To yeah, okay, let's go do this. Yeah, uh, and, and, and and I know there's people out there who's like, well, it's because of defense. Okay, I'm fine yeah, with that. Agreed. It right. is because of defense, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> right? Yes. If and, this and, is a bad defense. I do not agree that you can win a national championship with this Stetson Bennett, but you can win a national championship with this defense and this Stetson. I think if this were merely a good defense, you would question that, right? This is not merely a good defense. So I'm glad you brought up the defense because everybody's, uh, you know, the the narrative in the past two seasons and certainly going into August is like, well, it's no longer defense. It's just win championships. I think what wins championships is having a demonstrably better side of the ball than anyone else has on the field in the country. Um, You know, Alabama had that last year with their offense. LSU had that with their offense two years ago. Georgia has that with their defense this year, and that's the difference maker. Yeah, it is, and it is substantial. Like I, it just it really now it is worth noting that they, whether it was the stomach flu or uh, what it was, uh, a lot of their studs were in late, and some of their studs got hurt. <laughs> there were actually a lot of injuries to come out of this. Uh, Davis was in at the end. Wyatt was in at the end. Uh, Smith uh, got himself hurt in the third quarter. So of all the injuries, Smith looks like maybe it's the most worrisome. Uh, I would say they were all upper body injuries. So they're not the, the uh, Nick Chubb being attacked by the Neyland uh, uh, ground, but uh, sort of injuries, but they did have a lot of injuries yesterday. And, uh, uh, and fortunately they're playing Charleston Southern and then perhaps even less worrisome, worrisomely uh, Georgia tech <laughs> afterwards. So they've got, they've got some time to rest up a little bit. Uh, but, you know, in- inevitably, uh, if they they have generally been able to avoid major injuries so far, and we'll see these may not be major injuries, but it's worth keeping an eye on that. Like some of their top defensive players did get hurt yesterday. Yeah, and it it I I had no idea about the stomach flu thing um, until like three quarters away through the game. Apparently, it was mentioned early. It's just I just missed it. Um, and then when you start when you look at who was it. There was somebody who they like will not be back because of the stomach flu or whatever. Um, I um I think it is it's interesting. It's the right way of putting it that um we had a lot of the guys out there, the starters in that last drive, which is I'm fine with. You know, coaches make decisions for all kinds of reasons. Um, I, I don't. They haven't shown a um a, they've not shown that they were going to put guys out there and do that. Um, in other drives, I don't know why you would do it against Tennessee unless, like, you know, we got to have guys on the field. Yeah. So, um, so I'm, I'm not, 
I, I mean, I hope, I hope the, uh, was it Carter that got hurt there or why? I think why, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope that doesn't end up biting us in the tail, but I also don't think it was a vanity play. I think it was like, okay, you're, you're my guy because you're my guy. You're the, not my guy. You're the guy uh, because we, we don't have players on the side of the river and, you know, you only travel with 70 and, um, you know, you, at some point you're just in a situation where you don't have, you don't have a whole lot more than, than you can, you have to play who you have out there. So they are for the first time. And did we see the last time they did this last time? They, last time they started 10 it was the last time they started to, it was there. I feel like there was a stat on this, right? Someone, somewhere there was a stat. Certainly it hasn't happened since I've moved here. When do you remember the last time they started to the I think the last time they started to was 1982. 1982. Wow. Well, Cardinals won the World Series that year, so that was a good year. Um, the uh, uh, well, ten to is not is no joke, and eleven to zero, which I think we can feel pretty comfortable saying is happening, and twelve to zero, frankly, we can pr- say pretty comfortably uh, is saying is happening. This is uh, we, you know, you said uh, very early on, very early on, that uh, this was the best Georgia team of your lifetime, and uh, they're they're certainly backing that up. <laughs> they're certainly yep. backing that up right now, and I think that I. Listen, Tennessee is better than I than than I thought Tennessee had any right to be this year. I, it really was remarkable when when CBS showed that stat of how many players from Tennessee last year are starting for other teams. To like Tennessee, I'll put it this way: uh, of teams in the SEC East, um, I think they're the one to be most worried about moving forward. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I, I think they, they're they're clearly putting something together there, uh, and uh, which may bring us to uh, other things that happened on Saturday. I don't know. Uh, I think I, my favorite stat that I saw yesterday is that Florida has given up more points in the first half against Samford than Georgia has given up in the first half combined against everyone all year. <laughs> that is an amazing stat. Yeah, by the way, you know who you know who Florida doesn't want to play right now? Tennessee. Or pretty much anybody in FBS. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I, I don't dude after that show, and I don't see how I don't see how you I don't see how he stays. I mean, that's a that's definitely an off-season conversation, you know, right. sports sports radio caught talk, but needing to score 70 points, okay, technically 54 points, but still against Samford. Sam Ford, the Baptist school in Birmingham, not <laughs> Not the not the university that yeah. that University of Washington thinks they are with the tree in, uh, with Palo the tree. Alto with the yeah, tree. Sir. Yeah, uh, that was that was crazy. That made a very fun uh, noon block because at the same time uh, Oklahoma was mm-hmm. was doing no that was Oklahoma but there was another team that was like struggling. Well, Michigan Pitt, no, it was Oklahoma. It was it was Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay, and, yeah, okay. And and, and, and the was, Michigan Penn State game was close. And Michigan yeah. State, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So that was uh, that was a that made for a very fun noon block that. Um, but it, it kept me involved in the noon block in a way that I did not expect to be. Yes. Um, and Oklahoma is out now. I kind of assumed, frankly, even if they were undefeated, they were not going to, uh, they were not going to, this, not, they, this was the loss we all saw coming. And, uh, yeah, it's, and it's interesting. Uh, it looks like, hold on, I'm going to check the big 12 standings just to make sure I, I have this right. Um, there is entirely a world where Oklahoma State and Baylor are playing in yeah. the Big 12 championship with Oklahoma State having a shot of making the college football playoff, which is weird. I mean, because Oklahoma still could be playing Oklahoma State. Um, uh, just it is hard for me to see a path for them to make the college football playoff with one loss unless they blow out the next two teams and then beat Oklahoma state twice by a bunch. And even, and even then, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they can then over a two loss Alabama. 
to be honest. Like, I, I just, I don't know if they do. <laughs> and um, I don't know. And, Alabama was behind early to New Mexico State. Um, yeah, oh, yes, that's true. That's true. That's what they were. But uh, and who knows? Alabama could lose to Auburn next week. And that's, I mean, who knows? But uh, uh, it, it's funny. It does sort of feel, I got to say, I, I'm starting to feel a lot better if I'm Cincinnati. To be honest, I, 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 if you were to ask me right now, who do I think George is going to play in the first playoff game? My prediction would be Cincinnati. I think, yeah, I think, it, I mean, I think Cincinnati certainly has a better shot. Uh, they, at least they didn't play with their food yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah. and that was, uh, that's, that, that is something to say. And, you know, it's, um, I mean, this is a year where, I mean, <laughs> everyone's like, well, there's nobody worthy. They're going to pick four teams, guys. Uh, four so, teams are going to play, right? <laughs> yeah. So right now it looks like whomever wins the Big Ten, as long as it's one of the ten teams from the East that, that only has one loss. I mean, I think it, it certainly kind of looks like it. I mean, again, if, if they've got Michigan ahead of Michigan State now, uh, it certainly feels like whoever wins Ohio State, Michigan State wins. Unless Michigan State beats Ohio State and then, then, then there's a big mess. But uh, certainly it seems to be shaping up. Uh, yeah. that way. Okay, yeah. Michigan State's got Ohio State next week, so that that'll get resolved one way or the other. Yeah, um, and then, the, and then right, I mean, Oregon has to win the Pac-12, but yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, right now, because of Oregon's win over or uh, Ohio State, it looks awful like it's going to be a rematch of Ohio State Oregon in Georgia versus Cincinnati, Georgia says, or right. Georgia versus Alabama if Alabama. Or Georgia versus Georgia. Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. Though I suspect they would shift that. I just I don't I don't think they would play Georgia at Alabama. Yeah, they put Alabama four and Georgia yeah. two. Yeah, probably. Right, right, right. If I no, well, yeah, hell, I don't know how they do. That. And all it takes, by the way, I think all Alabama does needs to do now with Mississippi's win over Texas A&M is beat Arkansas. And they are locked in. The They've locked it in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right because because I think that I think that that would get rid of the tiebreaker in that situation. So looks like uh, we have got two weeks to kind of chill. A uh, couple of weeks where Tony's going to be on a boat, oh, and boat. Uh, and then uh, and then come back and then uh, and then get geared up for another SEC championship game. Uh, maybe maybe people will actually get tickets to it. Not just wait for the natty. Um, yeah. So and I think I, I think also with Alabama, if Alabama wins, I think that makes the tickets cheaper. Um, I, you, you and I talked about this after yeah. the podcast last week, if A&M wins that those tickets are going to be sky high. The first time they make it. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. But like, yeah, there is a, there is a, I mean, obviously George Alabama is a big game, but yes, they've, they've done that before and yeah. uh, we'll see. And again, apparently Georgia fans are waiting to get their tickets for the natty, which is an amazing way. I will say uh, I was getting a lot of texts in the first quarter uh, uh, when Tennessee did that. I mean, the Tennessee marched through the Georgia defense on the first half. Let's not get ourselves. Like they oh, went yeah. right through them. And I was getting a lot of texts being like, Oh, this is what you were talking about. This is what you were worried about. And I think I responded to all of them. Like, you know, they're still going to win by 20. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, the covers cover still very much in play. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it does. And again, you know, the, the question is the thing that's becoming increasingly clear is it's going to take a really great performance by a really great team to beat Georgia right now. And it is an open question whether that team exists. Yep. And uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. But uh, they, uh, I was with my friend uh, Tim Kelly watching the U.S. Uh, uh, awesome U.S. Uh, Mexico game. Dos Cero. Oh my oh. gosh, that was that was a blast. That was the best U.S. performance I've watched in a long time. Get on board, everybody. Tuesday at five. Get a happy hour, perfect happy hour thing to watch them play Panama. Uh, anyway, yeah, and 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 they basically lock up their World Series. I'm um, their World Series, their World Cup berth if they beat 
panel, yeah, right? Yeah, they're they're all it's a, it's not fully locked up now, but it's pretty close. And yeah. uh, like that beating Mexico is a big deal. Um, and they were probably gonna get it anyway, but anyway. Um, but the point is, is uh, I was watching that and and we were having a discussion of national championship before the Tennessee game, Georgia against the field. It is worth noting most statistical measures will still say the field. Like it is worth keeping that in mind. I like Georgia is the favorite to win by a substantial margin. But I think if you look at most measures, considering Georgia still has three games to get through, right? And it, I think it's still Georgia. Georgia gets the field. I believe most places will say the field, even though they'll make Georgia the clear favorite to be the team to do it. And I said field, and Tim kind of thought I was crazy. Uh, Tennessee was the first, and again, Tennessee's not the, uh, a bowl, uh, bowl college football playoff caliber team. But... Uh, one of the big questions that they need to answer, I feel like they answered, and uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm wavering on my field bet. That was that was an impressive performance in a blast. Last question for you. Uh, this is the last time we'll get to ask this this year because we know what all the times the other games were. Or last on Monday, we'll find out what time they play Georgia Tech. Last prediction: What time do will they play Georgia Tech? Noon. They're gonna play noon. noon. Yeah, I think it's gonna be noon too. I think it's gonna be noon too. So you will be on a plane or on a boat. Uh, when if if it's noon, I'll be on a plane. Or yeah. pretty cool. Actually, I'll be sitting at Fort Lauderdale Airport waiting for a plane. Waiting for so, a plane. All right, well, yeah, I'll, I'll get to see the game if it's at noon. Um, our flight's not until like four o'clock. So, all right. And uh, also, Georgia basketball lost his last game last night. Uh, they lost the first game last night. They lost to Cincinnati. They were surprisingly uh, competitive. I'm, it was closer than I thought. Yeah. It was. Clo- yeah. I thought Bridges played really well. Uh, but Cincinnati is not that great. <laughs> so that's another issue. But uh, nevertheless, uh, you know, I don't really understand what Tom Queen's teams are doing on offense. They don't seem to run any sort of system at all. But whatever. Yeah, no, oh, like- who cares? We're talking about football, right? Pass the ball around. Somebody take a shot. Yeah, and drive, drive, drive. That's the whole thing. Just drive. Um, Okay. We are taping Wednesday this week. We'll be taping Wednesday night. So so we'll be a little later this week. But uh, And this will be our last show together uh, until we preview the SEC championship game. Yeah, after after we talk about uh, Charleston Southern, which will be we'll have a lot of analysis on that because I'm it's sure Charleston Southern it is Charleston Southern it is uh, we will have much 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 to dig into. All right, Tony, uh, we'll I'll talk to you on Wednesday, uh, and uh, it, George is ten and zero and ready for the, to run through this. What a what a season! All right, uh, have a good one, and I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Go dogs! Go dogs! And thanks so much for listening. You can find us online uh, at WSLSpodcast.com. Yeah, we do have a website. It's updated sometimes, but there's some cool info on the three of us uh, that you can find over there. And we do have some blog posts written every now and then. Maybe we'll have another one sometime soon. But you can also find us on social media at WSLSpodcast, on Twitter and Instagram. Those are our two favorite. And, yeah, we'll be back publishing uh, probably sometime Thursday morning this week, the Charleston Southern Georgia Bulldogs preview show. It's going to be a big one. Should be fun because uh, kind of lighthearted with Charleston Southern rolling. But anyway, that's enough for me today. Hope you all have a great week. And as always, go dogs, and we'll see you on campus Saturday. Take care.